Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And I want to speak to you from that thought today. If God be for us, who can be against us? Father, we thank you again this morning for your presence. We thank you, dear God, again for your grace and mercy and truth and love and kindness. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us and guide us, O God, according to your purpose and plan. And we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. If God be for us, who can be against us? Paul, in his writing to the church at Rome, wanted them to understand that there was a God who was with them no matter what they were going through or what they were facing in their lives, and he would not fail them. He wanted them to understand that no matter what they faced or what would come against them, God would be with them. He encouraged them not to forget the promises of God, that he will never leave them nor would he ever forsake them. He wanted them to understand that those who was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and had received the Spirit of Christ had been adopted into the family of God. And as adopted children, we have the same promises and the covering now as the natural children. We must get to the point where we understand that God is on our side. Therefore, we do not to take matters in our own hands. We need to just trust God and wait upon the Lord and be of good courage, and he will strengthen our hearts. As the Lord told Moses when he sent him into the Egypt to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt, God said to Moses, I will go with you and I will be with you. We need to understand that God will go with us and God will be with us always, even unto the ends of the earth. As he told the disciples, I won't leave you. I brought you out to to bring you in. Amen. 
again. When Jehoshaphat uh, found himself facing an enemy that was greater than he was, uh, and the enemies was coming out against him, amen, Jehoshaphat uh, went into the courts of the Lord, uh, and he began to pray, and he began to seek for God. And God spoke uh, and says, Here, Jehoshaphat in Jerusalem and Judea, the battle is not yours, uh, it is the Lord's. Uh, what we might think we're going to face, uh, it is not our battle. Uh, God will fight our battles for us. Uh, David says in Psalms 27, The Lord is my light uh, and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Uh, and whom shall I be afraid? Uh, when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. No host uh, should encamp against me, and this I will not fear. No war shall rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, uh, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, uh, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He will hide me in His pavilion, and the secret of His tabernacle, He shall hide me, He shall set me on a rock, uh, and my head will be high about my enemies round about me. Therefore, when I open His tabernacle, the sacrifices of joy, I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord, because the battle is not mine, it's the Lord's. And if God be for us, who can be against us. The psalmist goes on in Psalms 118 verse 5. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and he set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord take my part among them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desires upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. David says in Psalms 20 verse 6, Now know I that the Lord will save his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heavens with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They're brought down and fallen, but we're risen and stand upright. Why? Because if God be for me, who can be against me? I've got a God who with his angels are watching over me. I've got a God with his angels who keep my enemies beneath my feet. I've got a God who's with me if I'm sick, if I'm feeling well. I've got a God and he cannot fail. And if God be for me, who or what can be against me? Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus says in Luke ten nineteen, Behold, I give you power to tread on scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. 
You have power to tread over the enemies of your soul. Amen. No matter what comes against you, God is with you. God is right there by your side. He says, I'm as close as the mention of my name. Will you call upon me and I will answer? I will not, I will not fear. I will not be afraid no matter what comes against me. Amen. God is with me. God is on our side. And if God be for us, who can be against us? When, when Nebuchadnezzar made his statue and he began to tell everybody that they need to bow down and worship his statue, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, we will not bow, O king. We're not careful for the answer you in that matter. And when he cast them into the fire furnace, there was a fourth man walking in there with them. Their clothes did not feel the fire. Their clothes had no smell of any smoke because God was with them. When you pass through the waters, Jesus says, I'll be with you. When you pass through the rivers, it's not going to overflow you. When you're in the fire trials of your life, they shall not burn you because God is with us. When Daniel was cast into the lion's den, the Lord was with them. The Lord was right there with them on his side. When the bear Darius came the next morning, he says, Daniel, have your Lord protected you? He says, my God, have sent an angel to shut the lion's jaw. I've come to tell you today, you keep praying. Don't you stop praying because the world says stop praying. If you go to the lion's den, God will still be with you in the lion's den. You've got to realize the Lord told Moses at the Red Sea when Pharaoh was behind him, God says, go forth. When it seems like the enemies are on your trail, when it seems like the enemy is pursuing you, don't look back. Look ahead. God is making a way where there seemed to be no way. Because if God is on my side, who can be against me? He fight my battles. He will go before me. And he will make the way straight. Praise God. Amen. Was he with David when he went out to face Goliath on the battlefield? Amen. God fulfills his promise. As he told Joshua, just walk around the wall. Amen. Seven days. Amen. And I'll be with you. And on the seventh day, all I need you to do is just tell the people to shout and the wall will fall down. Did the wall fall down? As God said it would, he's on our side. That God tell Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child. Amen. Did God fulfill his promise? Yes, God fulfilled his promise. Did God give Joseph a dream that, amen, that his brethren would bow to him? Did they bow to him? Yes. God was with Joseph. No matter what Joseph went through, no matter what he faced in his life, God was with Joseph. Did God not bring Jacob back to the very place that he anointed the stones and said this is none other 
but the house of God. Yes, God brought him back to the same place that he had anointed the stones. I come to tell you today, God is on your side. I don't care what you might be facing or what you might be feeling you're going through. God is with you. The church has got to believe that God fulfills his promise, that God will always accomplish exactly what God says he will do. Don't you lean to your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. There's none greater than God. There's none stronger than God. There's none mightier than God. And if God be for us, who or what can be against us? Praise God. Did Paul preach in Rome? Just like God said he would. Hallelujah. And God will be with you. Amen. He's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Romans 5, 7 says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us, and that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Praise God. He's speaking through Ezekiel and Ezekiel 18.32. The Lord says, For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. Yet, saith the house of Israel, the ways of the Lord are not equal. O house of Israel, are not my ways equal? Are not your ways unequal? Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions and iniquities. Shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions whereby you have transgressed and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die, O house of Israel? God wants us to repent. He wants us to turn around. He wants us not to lean to our own understanding. You see, when you're baptized in Jesus' name, when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, God is on your side. You become His. You don't have to worry from that standpoint of what's going to become against you. You don't have to worry if you're going to feed and be fed. Because the Bible says, I've been young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seeds be begging for bread. If God is on our side, then we don't have to fear. Nothing can come against us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Psalms says in Psalms 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Surely He will deliver 
for thee from the snare of the feller and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings thou shalt trust. His troop shall be your shield and your buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that fly by day, nor the pestilent walk in darkness, nor destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine own eyes shall thy behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, even my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, and neither shall the plagues come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all their ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder, upon the young lion and dragon shall you trample under feet, for you have set your love upon him. Amen. He will deliver you and set you on high, because you have known his name. He shall call, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him with long life. Shall I make known to him and my salvation. God is with us. God is on our side. Don't you lose hope. Don't you lose heart. Amen. You hang in there. You wait upon the Lord, and you shall renew your strength. You will mount up as wings, as eagles. You shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint, because if God is on my side, who can be against me? Praise God. And the Lord appeared to Gideon. Amen. There in Judges chapter 6. Amen. The Lord found him behind the wine press, thrashing wheat. And the Lord said, Blessed art thou, thy mighty man of valor. And Gideon began to point at himself and said, Oh no, I'm the weakest. My family, the tribe of Benjamin, is the least. Amen. In the house. And by the way, if God is with us, notice what Gideon says. If God is on our side, if God is with us, then why is all this evil happening to us? Where's all the miracles? Where's all the promises that our fathers told us about? And I can see God just smiling. <laughs> and he says, go your way. Amen. And he says, Giddy, guess what? You're going to serve, you're going to save Israel as it was just by you by yourself. As one man. Did God deliver? Did God deliver Israel from the hands of Midian? Amen. At God's will? At God's way? Amen. Gideon says, okay, if I'm going to do it, I need to get a, a whole heavenly host. I need to get a force here together. Gideon got 32,000 men, and he came out uh, the next day getting ready for battle. And God says, Gideon, you got too many. And go out and say, everyone that's afraid, I need you to go home. And Gideon walked out and said, says, if you're afraid, I need you to go home. And 22,000 of the 32,000 left 
and went home because they was afraid. And God said to Gideon, Gideon, you still got too many because if I let them do it their way, they're going to say we did it. So God says, Gideon, bring them to the water tomorrow. And everyone that left like a dog, I want you to put him over here. And everyone gets on four knees, I want you to put him over here. When it was all said and done, out of that 10,000 that was left, there was only 300 that left like a dog. And God said, with this 300, will I deliver Israel out of the hands of Midians. Notice, he says, I will deliver Israel out of the hands of Midian. Not these 300. I, God, will deliver Israel out of the hands of the Midianites. And when they went out, they broke them up into hundreds and put pitchers and candles in the pitchers. And they hollered out the sword of Gideon and of the Lord. And the enemy began to destroy himself. Amen. Because God was on their side. God has a way of doing things that we do not understand. His ways is not my ways, and His thoughts is not my thoughts. All I know is God is for me, and everybody else might as well be too, because they can do nothing against you. If they catch you, then God will deal. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Don't worry about people talking about you. Don't worry about what they say. All matters of evil falsely against you. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. The psalmist says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord that made the heavens and the earth. The Lord will not suffer thee to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. He that keepeth Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will preserve you from all evil. The Lord will preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Why? Because if God is for me, who can be against me? God's for me. Everybody else might as well be. Hate me if you want to. You have to deal with God. <laughs> Praise God. The Lord is on our side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? It's better to trust in the Lord. Than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than put confidence in princes. The psalmist goes on, he says, All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They can pass me about. Yea, they can pass me about. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They can pass me about as bees, but they are quenched as the thorns of fire. But in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Rejoice in the song is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. I should not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Open to me the gates of righteousness. 
and I will go into them and praise the Lord. The gates into which the righteous shall enter. For thou hast heard me and hast become my salvation. The stone which the builders refuse is become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. I beseech thee, O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Behold, he cometh. We will bless thee out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord. Shorten us light. Bind the sacrifices with cords, even at the horn of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, and I will exalt thee. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good for his mercy and doeth forever. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And if God be for us, whoa, everybody else might as well be for me. In Acts 27, amen, Paul is fulfilling God's promise that he's going to Rome. Because <laughs> God had already told him he's going to Rome here for Caesar. Acts 27, they loose from Crete. And all of a sudden, the Bible says in Acts 27, a strong storm comes called the Eurachalodorn. Amen. And the, the wind began to blow. And it caught that ship. And that ship began to be going and and it was almost like being in a typhoon uh, and they couldn't control it so the only thing you can do in those kind of situations is just let course have its way and so they try to lighten the load of the ship they begin to throw stuff out uh, but it was still out of control and Luke says there in verse 20 amen and 27 he says after neither sun nor moon nor stars appeared he says all hope that we shall be saved come morning was taken away. But then all of a sudden, the Bible said, after long absence, Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it's going to be just like he told me. None of you are going to lose your life. Amen. We're going to all be saved. Yes, we're going to have some damage to the ship, but just be of good courage. Be excited. Because an angel of the Lord stood by me, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, you shall be brought to Rome before Caesar. And sirs, I want to encourage you, be of good cheer when things are going wrong. Be of good cheer when it seems like all hope is lost. Be of good cheer if you lose your job. Be of good cheer when people speak ill of you. Be of good cheer when it seemed like all hell is coming against you, when the disciples thought they had lost their lives in sea, about three o'clock in the morning, here come Jesus walking on the water, coming to them, and Jesus echoed the same words, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid, I've come to tell you, don't be afraid today, don't fear, don't 
fret. Don't let anxiety get into your heart. God is with us. God is on your side. You can't lose with the tools he's given you. You win. You have an anchor of hope, both sure and steadfast, connected to the veil behind the curtain. I've come to tell you, Jesus is on your side. He is the money. I am the way. He is the truth. He is the life. He is the door. Don't you lose hope. Just be of good cheer because God is on your side. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Solomon says, hope deferred. Make the heart sick. But when it comes, it's a tree of life. Praise God. God be for us. Who can be against us? Hallelujah. Socrates put it this way. To ground hope on false supposition or belief is like trusting to a weak anchor. Let me say that again. To ground hope on false supposition or false beliefs is like trusting to a weak anchor. You see, the captain of that ship has to put his trust in that anchor to hold that ship to where he's docks it at. Amen. You are connected to an anchor. The writer of Hebrews says, we have an anchor of hope, of sure and steadfast, which entered into that within the veil. Whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. You've got an anchor of sure. And steadfast. Jesus Christ is firm. Is solid. He's not going any place. You're not going any place. Stay connected. I am the vine. You are the branches. Amen. You stay connected to him because without me, you can do nothing. Amen. But I come to tell you, if God is for us, who can be against us? Wow. Think of who's on your side. Paul says in Romans 8, 24, For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, what doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then will we patience wait for it? Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself make intercession with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know, amen, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, them he did also predestine to be conformed to his son. Think about it. Praise God. That he might 
be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestine, to them he also called. To whom he called, them he also justified. And to whom he justified, them he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? Think about it. He says, now listen. If we're saved by hope, if we're predestined to be like Jesus, because <laughs> that's the overall purpose, is to be like him someday. To be right with him in heavenly places, rejoicing. Amen. We're being conformed. This is what Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not right for to be equal with God. And made of himself no reputation, took of him the form of a servant, being fine in the fashion of man. He humbled himself as a man and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. If God be for us, everything, we're saved by hope. The Spirit, He's trying to get you to see something. He said, the Spirit makes intercession for us with groaning because the Spirit knows what is the mind of the the heart. It knows what we have need of. We We may not know what to pray for, but the Spirit does. It makes intercession with groaning. And we're predestined to be like Jesus. If God be for us, then be against us. Wow. No one, no one, greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Praise God. Amen. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. It is of the Lord's mercy that we're not consumed. Amen. We got a God. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus, I praise you. God, I glorify your name.